0: It's time for another Friday, and this time around, it's October 16th, 2020, and this is the Charlottesville Community Engagement newscast and newsletter for today. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs, and this is another quick look and listen to what's happening. Today's Patreon-fueled shoutout comes from the Local Energy Alliance Program. They want you to consider a home energy checkup as the first step toward lowering your energy bills. For a $45 consultation, Albemarle and Charlottesville residents can have their homes audited to see what can be done to reduce energy consumption. Sign up today by going into the newsletter and clicking Sign Up Today. There are another 1,183 new cases of COVID-19 in the Commonwealth today, as reported by the Virginia Department of Health. The seven-day average for positive tests has increased to 4.8 percent from 4.7 percent on Thursday. The Blue Ridge Health District added another 40 cases, the 14 new cases in Albemarle and 18 in Charlottesville. Another death was reported from Charlottesville, bringing the total to date to 32 in the city and 75 in the entire Blue Ridge Health District. The seven-day average for positive PCR tests remains at 3.2 percent today. However, that increases to 3.5% when you factor in all of the kinds of tests. The University of Virginia reports 105 active cases as of Thursday, with 78 of those students. There have been 1,019 cases among UVA personnel since August 17th. 10% of quarantine rooms are in use, as are 6% of isolation rooms. The Blue Ridge Health District is within the Virginia Department of Health's Northwest region. According to the agency's Pandemic Metrics page, the region has seen an increase in the number of cases over the past 16 days, though percent positivity has been decreasing for 37 days, as are the number of outbreaks and the number of affected healthcare workers. The VDH deems the region as being at moderate community transmission. Virginia's central region is at substantial community transmission, according to the metrics page. The Charlottesville Redevelopment and Housing Authority's board of directors was briefed last night on the status of long-planned public housing redevelopment projects. Dave Norris is the CRHA's redevelopment director.
1: We want to add to our community's inventory of affordable housing. Um, That number has, you know, we haven't finalized what that number is going to be, be yet, but we're confident in saying that over the course of this redevelopment initiative, we're going to add hundreds and hundreds of new units of affordable housing to the city's stock of of affordable housing.
0: Norris said the CRHA gets one annual subsidy from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, but he says it does not cover the annual cost of operating CRHA.
1: It's never sufficient, and uh, it it doesn't provide, it hasn't provided and doesn't provide the funding we need to maintain our housing stock and to operate our agency the way it really should be operated. Through redevelopment, we can incorporate, and we are incorporating, Uh, new streams of financing uh, that will uh, give us more of a, uh, put us in more of a a financially sustainable position uh, moving forward.
0: Norris said ground is soon to break on the $19 million renovation of Crescent Halls, which will see 105 units rebuilt. The work will see two floors under construction at any given time.
1: The skeleton of the building is in decent shape, so we're not having to knock down the building.
0: The other imminent project is a two-phase redevelopment of South 1st Street, with the first step being 62 new units and a community center constructed on a current ball field. When that is completed in 2022, existing residents of South 1st Street can be relocated into the new building, and 113 units will be built within the existing structure. A third phase at South 1st Street might also happen, as well as a renaming of the entire complex.
1: So I think that's gonna be part of the upcoming resident planner conversations um, as we flesh out the the plans for phase
0: two. Financing for the projects comes through the federal and state low-income housing tax credit program, $5 million from the Dave Matthews Band, $10 million from Red Light Management, and $15 million in matching capital improvement program funds from the city of Charlottesville.
1: So all told, we've now um, secured commitments, or if not actual funding, of over $70 million in the last year and a half for our redevelopment effort.
0: Norris said construction will begin a month after the financing deals are completely done. City Council will consider a funding agreement at their meeting on Monday. Albemarle County has unveiled the latest update of its development dashboard, which tracks the number of residential units and other buildings that are working their way from proposal to occupancy. The website states that there are currently 53 active construction projects within Albemarle's growth area and that another 11 projects are under review. Visitors to the site can filter results based on where they live. The Virginia Department of Health has lifted a harmful algae advisory that had been in place for parts of Lake Anna. The Middle Pamunkey branch of Lake Anna had been under an advisory for some time, but samples taken in mid September and earlier this month indicate safe levels. Some species of algae contain hazardous toxins that are harmful if accidentally swallowed. Monitoring will resume next May. Time is running out to apply for the second round of Albemarle County's Community Lift Grant, which is open to nonprofits in the county. Groups can apply for up to $50,000 towards lost revenues, and would-be applicants are asked to fill out an inquiry form by Monday. On Monday, Charlottesville will open up the second round of grants to city businesses. This round will offer up to $825,000 in funds. Grants of up to $10,000 are available. Both programs are funded through the Federal CARES Act. Tonight, Live Arts will debut another program as part of its Forge Ahead season. However, the theater company is moving away from Facebook Live in favor of the YouTube platform. Live Arts will hold another Coffeehouse performance tonight, this time with four county players taking over as the hosts. Musical performances by Shannon Montague, Doug Schneider, and Kristen Bell. Dance performances by Mariko Shaper-Doctor and Perry Medlin. The Coffeehouse will be hosted by Edward Warwick-White and Linda Zuby. In addition, Live Arts is also selling tickets to virtual performances this weekend of the play Lost Home, Win Home by playwright Shelby Marie Edwards. The show follows the individual perspective of a black Charlottesville native as she recounts the events leading up to the Unite the Right neo-Nazi rally that occurred on August 12, 2017. And that's it for this installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs, and we are now concluding another week, and we'll be back next week with even more information about this community that we call home. If you have enjoyed this program, please send it on to a friend, and do consider a contribution through Patreon or through the Substack newsletter platform. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Monday. Look for the Week Ahead newsletter sometime on Sunday. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.